Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Fans, this is for the love of football, and this is the XFL show. I'm Alan, and I'm Bryant. We watched some spring football last week, and that was pretty refreshing. Meanwhile, up in Canada, the waiting game continues as they are one month away from hearing about the fate of their CFL season. And you know, I heard Oliver Luck still on the market because he didn't get the Pac 12 job. Maybe we should ask him to take his old job back, Bryant. This is episode 170. Do you miss it? Bob Stoops do, misses do, it. Do you no, miss it's not, it's not, it's no. not the Guts episode. No, this isn't a no? Nickelodeon okay. jam. Maybe sooner or later. We're due for one, but yeah, man. We watched football last week. Oliver Luck's out there on the market. We got a, a voicemail to the XFL fan line. A fun, fun show this week with some stuff to sink our teeth into. Fun show, I guess. Remember how we used to say that we would uh, talk about insurance before we had anything to talk about leading up to 2020? I guess before the CFL-XFL merger or alignment thing, it was what what ex- what gimmick can the XFL show come up with this week? I, I miss those times, the Nickelodeon gimmicks and all those good ones that we had <laughs> for quite some time. But it, I'm sure it is we'll going to be, be coming show up with re- some gimmicks sooner or later, too. I mean, we're lucky <laughs> now that the Spring League's underway, and that gives us a little bit to talk talk about, but... And yes, yeah, some actual news to, to to talk about as well. So yeah, no insurance, no Nickelodeon gimmicks this week, Brian. No, no insurance, no Nickelodeon gimmicks, but uh, still plenty to talk about. I was actually in Palm Springs over the weekend, so I enjoyed. That was my uh, plan. Some. Was going to be, <laughs> if anything, just like a recap of your Palm Springs trip. If you experienced a time, what's it like the the new genre that everything rips off of Groundhog Day? A time lapse Palm Springs scenario for you did that happen oh okay you live in the Is same that, day uh, every no, single day i okay. i if i mean it's felt like that for the last year <laughs> i think the trip to palm springs maybe broke that spectrum uh and i was actually the last time i was in palm springs when on my way back uh that's when the xfl announced the tv deal so i was hoping for some good karma that way oh. that didn't happen this week uh yeah. that's really why i went to palm springs was hoping for something on the way back but that didn't happen it's all good uh still gonna be a great episode here today I, if that's if that's a strategy, should I just like start going into the classrooms at Pitt so that hopefully I recreate when all the news was coming out a couple of years ago? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that I think because really you want to go through because that. you were about to graduate. That's why COVID started. <laughs> yeah, it's my fault. Can't. I, Sorry, everyone. Now where things are opening up, I don't know what to do. I got to go to a wedding this week. I got the NFL what? schedule came out this week, too, and I had people texting me. Are we going to be going to this game? You want to go to Green Bay? You want to go to Cleveland? Green Bay. I'm like, oh, my God. Where are we going? Traveling? What, what's wrong with everyone? Maybe. But Is really, that still a thing? I told everyone. Well, really, I have my heart set on Regina, but talk to me in a month. And we'll get into that in a second <laughs> real quick. 724-565-4XFL is the number to call the XFL fan line. Open for you to call or text 
24-7-365. We got a voicemail this week, and someone said you could play it on the air, so we're going to play it. And uh, that's coming up here in just a second. Real quick, also the social medias, at XFL Show on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram Junior, wherever you're hanging out in social media, at XFL Shows where you can find us. And of course, this week we are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can go to prettyeasypodcast.com to start your own podcast today. I forgot Bryant puts up the big banner so you can't see me point to the banner that's above my shoulder. It's called a bug on television, I believe. There you go. See it? It's right there. Yeah. You can't touch it, though. It's fake. It's an illusion. You tried earlier, which was a little weird. I don't know. What if one day you can grab the thing that's on your it, I just camera? felt like your wife was making you mushrooms for dinner when you were like... With curry. With curry sauce. It, it was delicious. <laughs> All right. Dinkin' and Dunkin'. Let's get first uh, to Wait this. a minute. Oh, what, uh, what I They do? make podcasting oh, yeah. uh, pretty easy. Pitching. Hashtag I want my job back. Hashtag Come on. Wants his so job back. Prettyeasypodcast.com. Okay. Now we can dink and duck. I really want to play this voicemail, so let's get right into it. Uh here we go on the XFL fan line, Bryant. Let's see what they have to say. Hello, XFL show. This is keeping it extreme. Um I've commented a couple times on your uh videos or whatnot of the podcast and wanted to kind of leave a message here um I'm about halfway through today's show but i i had a comment that i was trying to see if you guys think of anything so with canada and the uh cfl if for some odd reason they can't get approved for the season or whatnot um do you think at all that the xf or not xfl the cfl could have uh kind of partner up already with the XFL and start hosting CFL season here in America, in Texas, Florida, locations that are having fans. Um, obviously, I know CFL is not as big in America. Um, the Obviously, the stadium and the field itself is different, um, but I, I would assume there's probably some fields out there here in the states that you can host that um do you think that is a possibility um that we could see that if canada cannot get it uh get the season off with covid protocols or whatnot um definitely like your thoughts on that and uh enjoying the show have a good uh rest of your weekend and uh next week look forward to next week's show and everything thank you guys Appreciate it. You know what? I, I had a great weekend, extreme. and I think that's why. Honestly, it's probably extreme. what happened. Yeah, I, I, sure. I, I did too. I, I, I mean, keeping it extreme gave us that good karma with the XFL fan line call, and also I think a really awesome question for us to to bring up here. I hadn't thought about this because I, my answer is probably not uh, to the question: Can the CFL <laughs> hold a season? In the states, maybe with the XFL's help or with some creative uh, booking in in terms of the venues, um, they would. The only way it could possibly happen, from what we've learned about the CFL business model, is if the CFL figures out an alternative revenue stream. They're dependent upon fans in the stands in Canada. So, in order to pull that off, they would have to be dependent on something else in order to make money. Uh, otherwise, why do it? So a TV deal or something, or an outside source giving them money, like the XFL, which I don't see happening at all, keeping it extreme, but it's a great thought, and I actually would love to see it. 
if Canada, which this week we saw um, Bryant officials in Ontario. See, I don't get it. They say, oh, they always emphasize the O on all their words in Canada. Maybe it's not when it starts starts a word. But then it's Ontario, not Ontario. Whatever. Ontario, a province in Canada, some officials said they don't foresee 5,000 plus fans and stands during the summer. So August, remember early August is the CFL's target. So um, that those are just, you know, comments made a month out from when the it's crunch time for the CFL and the government uh, approving them or not. But if the season didn't happen in Canada for whatever reason, what do they do next? We don't know their plan. They say they have backup plans. I would love to see it if that was the case. If they can't have the real CFL season, Brian, I would love to see a bubble CFL season take place in Texas and Florida and maybe one other one other stadium. But also remember, it has to be a, the right stadium because a place like, oh, I don't know, Globe Life Park or whatever in, in Arlington, too small for a CFL, almost too small for an XFL stadium. Definitely too small for a CFL stadium. So it has to be the proper park as well, or stadium. Yeah, any any college track that has a running – I'm sorry, any college field that has a track around the field would probably be long enough. So maybe you're, you're – I don't know what fields you're, you're thinking of here. Maybe the Cotton Bowl can actually hold this. Who knows? Um, Cotton Bowl would be good. Right, Cotton Bowl. Uh, it's a great idea. Do I think it actually – if if fans and stands is how you make money, I don't know how many more fans you're going to get in the stands in the U.S. Yeah, right. It's going to have and, to you know, be. You okay, have Ontario saying we're going to get TV money then, right? Or we're going to get yeah. just some generous uh, really donation not, donation from some <laughs> outside source. It would have to be that. Is it that necessary for the CFO to put on a season? If they're and you know. Here's something that I did think about for the CFL, and and I don't want to get too far into this, but if the owners see a light at the end of the tunnel with this XFL partnership, they might fork over the money to put the 2021 season on without fans. It's a possibility. Yeah. If they feel like playing in 2021 helps them later down the line when they're with the XFL. So there's something, some food for thought too. Yeah. And that's also what I lean towards because when Randy Ambrosi, commissioner of the CFL said our backup plans have backup plans in case this plan doesn't work out that apparently would be just putting on a season in whatever fashion they can either limiting the stadiums uh, you know eating a a lot of the revenue that they were hoping to make Uh, it sounds like they plan on putting it on somehow some way in order to keep the ball rolling in terms of the momentum and keeping their league intact for whatever alignment with the XFL is. It's all seemingly a push now towards what more and more the talk is 2023, which we talked a little bit about last week. So we'll keep waiting. Thanks for that call. Keeping it extreme on the XFL fan line. That's 724-5654-XFL. If you want to leave a call just like that and prompt us with a great question, that was awesome. Or, or just text. Do it, yeah, or text or just do it on social media at XFL show. We love them. Keep them coming. Uh, Mike, Mike on YouTube likes leaving comments. He said, keep all nine CFL teams and do not call it the XFL again. Literally anything else. Literally. The XFL? 
I saw someone say <laughs> NAFL, North American Football League. No, thank you. I can't no, go you. more than three letters. I'm, yeah, it just doesn't I, seem I cap it at legit at that point, yeah. right? Yeah. You got to um, cap it at three letters. You have there's there's only 26 acronyms that end in FL. And if you don't use either <laughs> one, you're it's, it's such a ridiculous loss, right? Cuz I'm sure almost every single one is AFL is consumed by the NFL. That ain't going anywhere. All right? So it, so it's XFL, CFL. You have two of them. Unless you're going to throw what, like a number one FL? You can't be an association. FL. You can't because there's the association. That's that's locked up. You got to be a league. So, oh jeez, you got to be a league. I don't know. What are you going to do? You can't get rid of what, 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 FL, the or, football league, or LF, which is what they would do in uh, Quebec, because I think they say league, <laughs> league, league of football, league de league de, de Canada. Or in the or the new European League, Bryant, which we have here on Dinkin and Duncan uh, segment, uh, because it's on on the internet. They have a new website up, and it's pretty slick. European League dot football. I went to this. I'm football pulling it up actually cool. right now. I like dot football. I like dot. I, I like that they're adding. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot new. What are they even called? Like the the last the dot com the dot domains. Org. The domain, the, the, the last the domain hand. I don't know. Yeah, what you're saying. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Org. You got com. You got net. Now you got dot football. I've seen, I've seen uh, dot a pretty easy podcast show. Jobs dot mom. I like that. So dot football is pretty rad. European League dot football. Check it out. It's the new American football league in Europe. Uh, so. Harking back to the old Euro League, you do have the Barcelona Dragons. Extension, by the way. They call it extension like a file extension. There you go. I'm so simple. I'm okay with computers, but not I don't know the I don't know the minutia like that. The Leipzig Kings, I don't think they were a Euro League team. Frankfurt Galaxy, I I remember being a team. And uh yeah, you got teams mostly it looks like in, in Germany, Germany. And then you've got Barcelona over there in Spain, and I believe you have a Polish team in Rocklaw. Which one would that be? I think that's the Panthers Rocklaw. Rocklaw. That could be German. Why do they Why do they throw the Panthers name in front of that one? They're called Panthers Rocklaw, but all the other teams are the city first. I don't know. Eight. Oh, this is a great headline. Eight teams, one goal. European League of Football final is in Dusseldorf. I like it. That. I, I'm excited. And I like I'm this excited. website. I'll watch this. This website is easy to navigate. They're going to be putting, it looks like they're going to be putting games up on their website, I think, I hope. Or at least hopefully they're I accessible hope to, watch to Americans. Yeah. But I'm going to keep an eye out on this and we'll talk, we'll talk about it. This is our new website. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're pumping up their website, how nice it looks. I will say... The Spring League, we're going to talk about that. They're actually playing and are out on TV in America, so that's good for them. But their website, not as good as this, I would say, if you're oh, doing yeah, website no, critique. A, tougher to navigate. Oh yeah, no, this, almost, this kind of beats the XFL website, too, to be honest with you. This is pretty like legit. If you haven't checked it out, go check it XFL out. XFL site? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Our show used to used to be on. Actually, used still to. on. Still on. Still on. XFL.com if you want to go check out 2020 episodes. 
Um, um, yeah, this is this is not. I would say not a little slicker than the XFL website. Uh, oh, here we go, Alan. Hold on, European here we go. So, so Team Pass, team specific on demand content, live games in HD for thirty nine ninety nine. I think this is euros uh, per season. Oh, or for ninety nine ninety nine for the entire season, you get the entire season pass. Okay. Um, so that'll unlock be like all content viewed on two. Oh yeah, because we're lower. How much? How much, oh, how much Canadian is this? <laughs> yeah, like seven hundred and fifty Canadian. What is? Might this? have to get my VPN um, and buy this from uh, a Canadian IP. <laughs> See, I'm smart with the internet. Get your VPNs. <laughs> I'm actually uh, kind of interested in this. We might have to go have these on this because if I enjoy it this much, when do they kick off? Let's yeah, let's look at this schedule. European, check out this June website. 19th. We were on it. Yeah, June nineteenth, European League dot football. So I can see the scenario where we're going to be saying on the show maybe at that time the CFL was denied their season in August. They're figuring things out, but the good news is right now. Spring leagues wind winds down around then, right? They're not going longer than a month. Oh, they're going only six weeks. Yeah. So they're probably going to be winding down as this one kicks off. How crazy is this? So the spring league ends. We're going to still have football going on. Year-round football, Alan. It's what now. you've wanted. And if the CFL kicks off, we'll have more football in the summer because uh, their kickoff is August. Is the timeline right? Yep. Now let's just hope we can bet on this stuff too but that's 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 asking a lot <laughs> i don't know about that hamburg sea devils i think is what i'm going for the ham because of hamburgers? hamburg sea devil yeah I'm, hamburg sea, sea devils i'm leading panthers rock claw because because the, just because it's flipped pit, the pit that and the pit Panther although i am a big galaxy fan i hear they're making a lot of money for a lot of great people out there they too are. so yeah <laughs> I could I, check I, this I'll, website I'll out European League dot football. It's pretty legit. Um, it gives you more football. And if you want more football, which uh, we're going to get into how many people actually watch uh, the spring league this past weekend. But this is more football. Sweet. More football. When, it, when you go to a Tepo Yankee place, you ever hear the guy say more butter, more better. Well, this is like more football, more funner. More football, more if better. That was a word. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. Kasim Adabali's in this. He played for the Saints. I covered him when I was on the radio in Louisiana. So that's a player. European League dot football. I can't wait to see the left tackle from Hamburg, though. That's going to be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Naylor. All right, let's do it. Time for this week's <laughs> cover two. Who is this Rudy Poo? It's Bob Stoops, XFL owner, The Rock. It's Bob Stoops on Colin Cowherd this week, Bryant, said he misses coaching at OU, misses coaching in college football, but no regrets leaving. And obviously the XFL didn't pan out for Bob Stoops or anybody coaching in the league in 2020 now. Um, Some of them have moved on. Bob Stoops, I believe, is not coaching anywhere right now, but Here's my question. He's going to be on Fox, right? He's going to be taking over Urban Meyer's job, right? Yeah, we said that. The Fox big noon kickoff. But you think he now... Okay, he's sliding into Urban Meyer's spot. He said he misses OU, at least, in coaching. I feel like this guy will coach again someday, sooner or later, after he makes some bank at Fox. I mean, you see Urban Meyer's with the Jags. 
even Kevin Gilbride still coaching in the Spring League. Jerry Glanville, Hal Mummy. So it's not a question of if, but when and where. Where do you see Bob Stoops coaching next? Uh, well, even you can take the likes of John Gruden, who spent 10 years out of the league, right? And he came back and started coaching again when yeah. everyone thought he wouldn't. Um, where do I expect him to coach? Look at Herm Edwards. Holy Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he <laughs> bounced from the NFL, went to ESPN, then went to the Pac-12 with Arizona. Arizona, Arizona, Arizona State, I believe. State? Arizona. Yeah, State. So, no, state. Arizona State. Yeah, Sun, Sun Devils. Devils. You're right. Um, don't be messing with my Pac-12 football there, friend. I'm sorry. This is your show today. <laughs> Pac-12-centric. Uh, where do I see Bob Stoops actually coaching, or do I even see him coaching? Of I think you can. But what what capacity do you want to see him? I felt like the XFL was exactly what he wanted. It was like this hybrid type of thing where he's going to coach, he's going to care, he's going to want to do good. Obviously, it's a good thing for everyone. But does he want the hustle bustle of a college program? Because you know Bob Soup's ain't gonna go coach no, you know, you know, big oh, what is it, non power five school. And he's yeah. not gonna want to coach a big power five school because then that comes up with all this stress. Oh, I think he would. You know? Oh yeah. You think he wants to go be kissing babies and hugging um uh donors for the rest of his life? I think he's over that. You don't think he would take a, a like a job at like somewhere really nice like UCLA? I mean, we're good with Chip Kelly. He, you think Bob's is going to drive in traffic? You think Bob's <laughs> yeah. is going to spend th- three hours to go ten miles? Get out of here! He's not going to do that. It's the hard. Order, I mean, it's harder to see him taking a a job at like a major Power Five school than it is seeing him in a spot like he was in the XFL. But then again, I do expect him to coach, and I don't expect him to get an NFL job like Urban Meyer. So where would he go? We're also talking about a college coach that won one time in his tenure at Oklahoma. I'm not saying that it's not. Won all the Big 12 championships and beat all the teams he was supposed to beat. He wasn't Urban Meyer who was winning championships everywhere he went. Yeah, that's true. But that's also why he right. got the NFL gig. Yeah, he's Harold. Urban Meyer, this, this you know, finding a reason to leave a school genius. for whatever that reason may be and then go and just find another job at another school. Like, this is a very different situation than Urban Meyer. But it's also a coach who's just barely into his 60s. Like, I think has tons of coaching left. It see, seemingly from what we heard, saw from him in the What did you think of the Dallas Renegades? Was, that a, was those five games enough of a... Oh yeah, Bob Stoops can still it didn't coach. Seem like, oh look, this guy's checked out. He's not. He doesn't care. He wasn't that um, at all. He, he wasn't um, Mike Martz in the AAF, where he's just like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I don't let's care. just switch quarterbacks. Just pay me. Put Berkovicki and let him get killed. It's, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Wait, our offensive uh, linemen or our <laughs> garbage men that we just got are 170 pounds. Whatever, put them out there. Uh, do I, I definitely see him coaching again. Again, it just goes to where, and part of me wants to say that he's going to coach in something like the CFL XFL. I don't see him going to a school and going through the hassle of a year long job where he has to be committed to recruiting and, um, you know, sponsorships and, and all this stuff, the actual season and then dealing with an AD and then dealing with your, um, just, <laughs> I don't think I don't see it. I don't think he wants to do that. 
Because if um, he wanted to do that, he could be doing it now. Yeah, but I think he's, this is my prediction. He's going to make some bank with Fox, take their money, and then get the itch covering college football and get a pretty sweet power five job. And I, I'll predict in the Pac-12 is where he'll be coaching next. Because oh, you can't make all that money you're making at, at Fox and then go to the CFL, XFL, where they are not going to be paying the coaches, I feel. Maybe even, who knows how, compared to 2020, whatever deal Bob Stoops got from the XFL, I didn't feel like he was doing that for the money at all. But I don't even know if but it that's would be what I'm saying. That It's good. like that little taste. It's a little like, I want to coach, but I don't want to coach. He was like, I want the, to do this. He was being, a lot of money was being thrown at him from Florida State, too. And he doesn't want it. He didn't want it. That's well. He didn't want it. That's Florida State. That's also a big five school, a big big power five school. But also one in shambles. Like that's a place. What do you think he's going? Not a lot of people want to be around. Their money's all. He's going to go to Vanderbilt. You think he's going to go to you know? I could see that. Why? Why would he want to do that? It's literally the worst coaching job you could get. No, Bob Stoops coming to the SEC. I think he could do good things. Now, if he has a dream job out there, which rumors were that he wanted to be at Notre Dame, he wanted to go coach maybe something like that. Maybe I could see him going to like an Indiana, something that rivals um, the the Midwest a little bit. But th- that's all I can think of. I can't imagine him going to Texas or going to oh – like that would God. just be – can you imagine if something Bob like that? Like Oklahoma State? Texas job. Oh, my yeah, – Texas like that's just – Texas hiring Bob Stoops would be one of the best things to ever happen. That that is that is Eric Bischoff hugging Vince McMahon. That would be that is what that is an all time coaching carousel moment. But we'll see what happens. For now, we'll see Bob Stoops on Fox Big Dude kickoff. And yeah, that was good. good, uh, Getting the the hype out there for Bob Stoops there with the synergy appearing with Cowherd talking about that. Got some XFL people wondering. I mean, I definitely expect it. I'm going to say within five years, but let's move on. Part two of the cover two, the spring league. I watched all the games last week. I know you caught at least two of them because we watched them while we were recording. Um, You know, it was fun. The games weren't super competitive all up and down the board. There were some nice pretty pretty plays. Ryan Mallett I saw through a beautiful, beautiful drop in the bucket to a running back on a touchdown. Uh, we saw Luis Perez go out there, throw a touchdown and a pick, and then get kind of benched for Drew Anderson. Benched. 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 Switched out. Change, change up. Change of pace, QB. I don't know. We'll see what they end up doing. He had him, the they Jousters. had him on a pitch limit. Yeah. Pitch count. Pitch count. But overall, it was cool, and I think we got the numbers came out right for the for TV. They almost reached four hundred thousand on that Fox game, which was the Luis Perez game on Saturday, right? And yeah, I mean, I thought also the presentation, while they left a lot on the table, they don't have the budget. They're not putting pumping the money in the XF the XFL was with the sideline interviews and the coaching microphones and all that. They did a little bit of all that, and it looks Something pretty there. good. The Rice games do look kind of like they're almost playing at a college, a lower tier college at that. 
But the Lucas Oil Stadium games look pretty slick, and it might be better that they don't have fans because they don't have to worry about putting butts in seats and they just play the football and put get the games on TV. But um, I thought those games looked pretty – it would be a lot cooler, I think, if they just played all the games there um, because it does look a little lower budget coming from Rice. But either way, it was fun to watch some football this, this past week. It was. It was nice. I think for what the the Spring League is, we definitely got more than we bargained for, right? For what the Spring League was two and a half, three years ago, if you really think about it, they were playing literally with probably some handheld cameras, maybe somebody with a tripod and a 4K camera up in the stands uh, filming this game uh, at some podunk memorial field here in probably Burbank, California. Like That's the kind of thing that they were doing four years ago. Now they're not doing that. They're actually going to a stadium. They're making something out of this. I think it's important to understand what the spring league is and really it's a a glorified scrimmage. It's a um, it's not meant to be like you mentioned, Luis Perez getting quote unquote bench. Like you, Luis, you get the first half. We're going to give the second half to somebody else because we both, both want game tape, both want exposure, both need reps. That's what this is. And it's not not about teams. It's not about the team so much as it is about the individual players trying to look good for other for scouts yeah and we already saw one player eric dungy leave the tsl this week to for an nfl uh opportunity we we're going to see players do that this isn't about oh are you a jousters fan or aviators fan i'm a fan no it's are you a luis perez yeah i'm a fan of jerry glanville's aviators not the team the aviators and also yeah it's about oh by the way checking i I gotta get tsl ready here i'm sorry i don't have my how mummy towel handy but okay i can see the sweat a little bit so maybe it's a good thing the the tsl um is just about yeah it's about the players getting the opportunity getting their tape out there you can't i don't believe i looked for it as a degenerate look to see if you could gamble on these at all no someone started a tsl fantasy league i might consider it just to put a little bit more can we talk about how they're that when you try to do a fantasy for CFL? The CFL, you couldn't find anything. Was it because you weren't in Canada? No, it's because I, a certain I want to do certain style of CFL. Most CFL uh, fantasy I've I've come across is auction style, like you're budgeted, you pick your players, and you just have your team against a whole bunch of people. A lot of people share the same players, like daily fantasy almost, but yeah. for the season. Yeah, but for the season, and. That's just not my. That's that's not nothing I'm interested in. We haven't even gotten into fantasy football. And, and speaking of the CFL this. and the TSL, though, player of the week shout out. I can never pronounce his name, but he was a badass kicker in the CFL. He got cut for some reason. Lyram Hodger. I'm gonna butcher his name. Five field goals and one was a 59 yarder in the spring league. Damn. That's, I mean, was that at the Rice game or was that at the? He was kicking at, at in- Lucas Oil, I believe. Okay, oh, indoors, indoors. Come on, let's be, let's hold on. Whatever. <laughs> Dude, most games are played indoors now, aren't they? Controlled climate. Yeah, I think there's like nine domes um, in the, in the NFL. Uh, I know they're not playing in, in the in the um, the dome at America Center. So, wow, that was the low blow for no reason. <laughs> Kaka! Shout out. <laughs> 
Seattle Hawks fans. When we return, remember Bryant just said that. And give me. <laughs> I don't think they want the NFL anyway. Let's give just, me you know. any spam sandwiches you planned on offering him. Um, they might still offer me one, but <clears throat> one more spam sandwich. It's for Bryant. <laughs> it's for Bryant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could have that one, uh, buddy. D- did you see some of the criticism that the CFL was CFL Twitter was given the the spring league and the ratings? I mean, getting a four hundred k rating. I don't know if you saw some of this from some of the people out there, like fans, some pod fans, podcasters, even some writers for some of the teams saying that spring football will never work. Look at this horrible number. I think it's just not understanding what the spring league is. Virtually and- no promotion. Yeah. No, so if you, like let's like let's say we put this show on Fox on a Saturday, we're not getting four hundred thousand. So there's some there's something to be said about putting four hundred thousand uh, a number that probably people were channel surfing. I don't know how it is in Pittsburgh, but when you get into L.A., you go to channel two, four, five, nine, boom, you're at eleven, seven, nine, eleven. You're there. You're watching football. You're stopping there, right? Because like, ooh, football. What's this? And exactly. you pay attention to it. A lot of people the, probably uh, flipped it on that way and left it on. That's a four, nearly 400,000 for a league that has no teams in any cities. They're just teams that are a part of the league. They have no fans. Just a, mostly players nobody's ever heard of. That's pretty respectable, I would say. Let's see. Like, you put, you could put in the effort and the the promotional machine that is Dwayne the Rock Johnson and you take that and i think you could easily get over a million for the for the first week and this was week 1 we're talking about and who knows where you go from there there anyone saying there's no audience for football in the spring is a dummy because it was already proven by the XFL pretty much, even though the numbers were going down. It was down. probably proven by the AAF, honestly, too, yeah. with what they did in 2019. And to think that if you're, if you're comparing these numbers to what the NFL – I mean, let's be real. The the NFL got more money than the CFL – I mean, the, the TSL got viewers uh, this past week. But you can't <laughs> compare the two. You can't compare what the NFL does. And I think uh, you know our friend Mike Mitchell did it almost every single week. He compared the XFL numbers to other sporting events going on at that time, and you can see it's the proofs in the numbers. And the XFL draws. Uh, it might not be number one. It might not be the twenty million that everyone wants it to be, but a number is a number. And once you get that number, that's what you base your entire yeah. marketing plan off of. Your entire budgets. Hey, we're getting five hundred thousand. How much is five hundred thousand worth to you? And, you know, we can't all hope to get those NFL schedule release show numbers. But, hey, there's a, there's other pieces of the pie. I can't believe how many people were watching just that. The NFL is so dominant. They make releasing schedules most people already heard of, of during the day on Twitter. Or at least half of the schedules were leaking. And... Everybody's still watching. There's schedule junkies like I am, man. I love schedule releases by, by the, the. I mean, we did a whole show when they scheduled release the XFL. You didn't want to do it. I wanted to do it when they yeah. released the XFL schedule. It's so much oh, fun my, to talk. It was about nauseating watching the NFL co- one because the coverage was all like just hype. Get ready for Brady versus the the Patriots. Oh my God, it's the event of the year of all time. We've never seen this. I saw Michael Irvin's head exploding. 
uh, yeah, okay. I don't. I know a lot of people will probably care about that. Not this guy. Not me. Unless unless you got money on it, you don't. Oh really yeah, care. my bad. I'm but yeah, no. And then they, I like they also be like, "Ooh, we got rookie quarterbacks playing against each other." You got to put a big maybe on that. Also, who the hell knows who's maybe. playing in those? Who games? knows? Yes, in exactly. Four, eight, eight, Where's Ryan eight, Fitzpatrick? Eight. He'll be in there. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> oh yeah, Washington football team, right? So he'll be he'll be handling for them. Yeah. So the the schedule release got big numbers, of course. Um, the TSL not so much comparatively, but people watched a football league no one ever heard of. They got no promotion. Have has no players. Of of real note on a on the wide scale, and still had enough to chart. If you didn't know who the XFL players were, and you were an XFL fan, the the tier is lower in terms of notoriety when it comes to the C, I mean, to the TSL players. So again, I think people need to pump the brakes on what the CFL. I saw a lot of it. I'm not gonna lie, I saw a lot of it from a lot of people on the CFL side saying that this what, would not work. Spring football will not work. Look at the ratings. This is horrible. Yeah, this is uh, pump the brakes. Rewind. Also, apples and oranges. You're talking about the TSL versus what the uh, if you're talking because you're scared of XFL CFL alignment. The promotional machine behind that will be absolutely aces. It'll be a thing to watch. It might be the best part of the league is what uh, I, I would say. And I know. For, for our friends like Vince would say the promotion of the league might end up being the best part of the league because of who's behind it all. And then you have the the actual play on the field, which will be good too because the CFL has great play, I think. The XFL had some damn good play and was getting better and better. So just wait and see and do not compare it to the Spring League, please. But enjoy the Spring League. I know I will be. And, uh, of course, all their games are television. Saturday, Monday this week, yeah. by the way. Saturday, Monday. Yeah, that's just that's the only bummer is it's not the same time when? every week. You, know, you got to look <laughs> that up. Yeah, exactly. But hey, all right, let's uh, wrap it up here with a conversation about our former commissioner, the XFL, who isn't really in the news for anything other than he didn't get a big job that we all thought he would be great for, which means he's still out there. It's time for this week's hot read. Got your commissioner, Bryant. The Pac-12's new commissioner has been hired, and it is not Oliver Luck. It is now, I hope I don't butcher his name. You will. The former president of entertainment and sports at MGM Resorts International, George Klyavkov. I, I think it's Klyavkov. 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 You say... Commissioner, I say commissioner. He it is, should it should actually be pronounced Oliver Luck, but whatever. <laughs> it's not Oliver Luck. <laughs> Oliver Luck is still out there, still in litigation with Vince McMahon over his money from his stint as the commissioner of the XFL. Um, but the Pac-12, we assumed, would be taking a look at Oliver Luck. I don't know if he was ever officially a candidate. But he ends up not getting the job. Uh, this former NBC Universal executive, MLB Advanced Media executive, gets the gig. So obviously, Pac-12's thinking about the future and getting to an audience, expanding their brand. Um, Oliver Lux, 
this is my is air, this? air quotes without having. You know, air quotes go up like here. <laughs> I'm doing them towards me. <laughs> this is for the podcast listeners. They don't know what's going on. Oliver Luck, still someone you pursue then now if you're talking XFL and Danny Garcia, Redbird Capital, Dwayne Johnson, Jeffrey Pollock, everybody who's still at the XFL. Do you think, okay, Oliver Luck's still there? See how his. His thing goes with his lawsuit and where he ends up uh, going after that? Or do you get him before strike while the iron's hot? You say, hey, Oliver, give him all the details on the CFL alignment talks. This is where we're at. We might need you. Uh, I'll answer this in two parts now that he will not be the commissioner of the Pac-12. Is I think the XFL, CFL, whatever this is, should be interested to speaking with Oliver Luck. I think it would still be a great fit. What better than to bring in a mind that has done this already? You have Jeffrey Pollock there already, so why not have Oliver Luck who's already kind of gone through this and what the vision might be? Because you got to think that Oliver Luck wasn't just thinking 2020, maybe not even 2021. He's probably thinking 2022, 2023, expansion. What can we do to make this bigger? How do we grow? Like LeBron style, not one, not two, not three. You're yeah, right. but, but I'll digress on that and basically say I don't think this is happening. No. We've talked about it a few times. I don't think Oliver Luck wants to touch this at all. I don't think he wants anything to do with it. Uh, he should want something to do with it. He should actually be interested, but I get why he's not, and I'm not going to fault him for that. And I think he's a – I think – let me correct myself a little bit. He should based on what he is good at. This – job is tailored for a man like Oliver Luck. That's why I think he should. I'm not going to sit here and judge him and tell him that he should do something that he doesn't want to do for obvious reasons. Also, The Rock is pretty much tied to Vince McMahon. And I don't know how that relationship would go if The Rock brought Oliver Luck in to do this again. You know, Vince McMahon is notorious for saying if there's business to be had, you you do business. Yeah. But... In this instance, I don't. I just don't see it. I don't. I, I, the stars are aligning, but, but it's like they're they just they're they're not. Gonna, yeah, gonna get I there. I mean, also, who knows what they're offering? Well, are they even having that? What chief football officer position? Will they have that? Is the price of that person going to be what Oliver Luck was well supposed to be getting with the XFL? I don't know. Also, throw this in, CFL, XFL alignment. What about Randy Ambrosi? He's already a commissioner. <laughs> what, do you have two commissioners? Can can alignment end up having two commissioners of the XFL and CFL? Is that something, like, how does that work? And what what's the power structure going to be like in the alignment as well? That's also something you have to consider. So, Right now, the XFL without commissioner, will that be something that just is that always is, or does someone like an Oliver Luck? Obviously, probably, most likely not him, but does someone with that kind of executive experience come in as the point man, the power person for the XFL to work hand in hand with Randy Ambrosi? We have no idea, Bryant. Maybe let's discuss it. What power structure do we endorse for CFL XFL alignment? Structure. How many how many times are you going to use the word structure in this conversation, by the way? We need structure. Um, 
Yes. Uh, what power structure do I endorse? I think it's important. Do I do I know enough about Randy Ambrosi's job and how the CFL has been doing to, to say whether or not he should be a part or not a part of the entire league's commissioner's office? I don't know. Um, but I will say that you do want somebody who has a vast knowledge of how the CFL works. Whether or not the CFL is in dire straits because of Randy's Ambro- Randy Ambrosi's decisions, I don't know. But it doesn't seem like it. That's you know that just seems more like the CFL's model was dying. They weren't creating excitement. They didn't know what to do. They were trying to find themselves. You know, Randy Ambrosi could be the brains behind this entire deal that saves the CFL. We don't know that. That could be the case. So to say that Randy Ambrosi needs to go or Sandy, to say Randy Ambrosi needs to be the head all honcho of this entire thing, I don't know. And I don't think we will know that because uh, nobody has had this type of job before. What, I, what I'll say that I want the power structure to be, I think there should be definitely somebody responsible for the CFL aspect of this. I think there's somebody that should be responsible for the XFL factor about this because you're talking about two separate markets you know how that we all had team presidents in the xfl we had each team had their own president because each team was yep. in a different market and the approach was different you're talking about two different countries that's just an entire like the people in regina don't give a crap of what's happening in la and two different much less business what's happening in, in the u.s yes you've got a completely different business models all owns all the teams and a league that's has all different owners of teams yes so so when it comes to the power structure i think you definitely still need that separation but i still also think you need a head honcho (laughs) um but i still think you need somebody you look like a sloth doing this yourself um i still think that you need somebody over all of it and maybe that's jeffrey pollock maybe that's danny garcia maybe that's somebody at redbird capital that they all report to because you can't have Randy Ambrose be the commissioner of the CFL and then somebody be the commissioner of the XFL and not have somebody in between those men telling them, hey, this is what we're going to do because you can't just do what's best for the CFL side. You can't just do what's best for the XFL side. you got to work together. Blended. Yeah, I have no idea how that how that gets put together. Bryant's all about that. All I know is that you need a football – the structure, I'm saying. that That makes sense to me. I'm not going to try to like – figure out how corporations are put together and and the executive uh hierarchy all i know is there needs to be a person in charge of all the same things that oliver luck was in charge of for the xfl and whatever you call him commissioner chief football officer i don't care but there needs to be someone on like you said on the side of the xfl just like the cfl has randy ambrosi on their side and it's kind of odd though Going into the alignment negotiations, there is no person for the XFL currently in well, that you have role. Jeffrey Pollock. You have Jeffrey, you have Jeffrey Pollock, Pollock, who's the president, who's on the business side of everything. You have Danny Garcia, who's also the ultimate. What other head, side head of is everything. there of the XFL right now, it's Alan? Not, there's, there's football. Who's concerned with the football of the XFL? That's what I'm actually worried about. My, my precious rule book that I love so much from 2020. Is there someone who's a true champion of that on the XFL side during this there might alignment be. talk? There might be someone there. There might be someone who 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 tries to push the XFL narrative. Who knows? But I think when it comes to making money, how this makes sense, how this is going to work, you talk about not talking about rules. Like, that's what this is about, right? This isn't about the rules of the game. This isn't about 
how we're going to play the game. It's how are we going to make money? How are we going to make this last? How are we going to make this past five games in the XFL? How are we going to make this past seven games in the AAF? How are we going to make this to where we can actually play and we don't really care if there's 5,000 people in the stands or not? That's what this is about. And I think at the end of the day, you need somebody who has a plan for the CFL, who has a plan for the XFL, because you're talking about two different fan bases, two different markets, two different structures that you need to find a way to bring together. But they're also still going to be very separate. Yes, there's a league goal. There's going to be a league goal. Just how in the XFL in 2020, there was a league goal for all eight teams. But there's also team goals. And I think you have a league goal for the entirely of what whatever this is, the CFL-XFL merger. But then you have conference, whatever you want to call them, goals for the CFL and the XFL. It's it's also something to consider. Like I I have total confidence on the XFL side business wise. They've got incredible money makers on their side of the negotiating table and, and the planning table uh, for alignment. That's fine. For structure, for the power structure, that I'm confident in that. The CFL has a guy who understands uh growing the game and dealing with people within the game. Randy Ambrosi deals with owners, players, coaches, and that's what Oliver Luck did, and that's what the XFL doesn't have. The XFL doesn't have a guy like Oliver Luck who went and, like, I bet, I would say not all the coaches probably said, oh, Oliver Luck's involved in this. I'm in. They, they had that at least – a part of their reasons why well, I, I think a five hundred dollars, five hundred thousand dollars a year also says I'm in. Yeah, of course, right. But also like, oh, Oliver Lux involved too. Like, there's staying power. Like a guy like Bob Stoops, he's Oliver Lux involved. He's like, okay, yeah, I'm in. Um, that that was a probably a big draw for him, and that's what you have to have a guy who knows how to talk to the football people, and in, in addition to the business corporate side of everything, and. The XFL, no football person, real, really, currently. So that's also something to think about when you say, okay, what are they talking about? What's going on? Is there an actual football person on the side of the XFL? Now, of course, The Rock played football, but we're talking about someone who has well, coached. The Rock hasn't played football in 30 years. Like, yeah, this exactly. is, you know, he has not, no knock on The Rock. I'm not saying he couldn't play football or doesn't know about the game, but. The game has evolved in 30 years. You know, yeah, he and isn't in the weeds. He was never as an someone athletic like director Oliver Luck. or a, yeah. a lawyer. You know, I, I mean, I, the, Oliver Luck, what I'm saying is the perfect guy for that job. But is he overqualified for what the XFL needs in that role now? Maybe. I think that's where it's kind of leaning towards because they already have all these other people who are doing a lot of the. You don't think Oliver Luck would come back to be the chief football officer after he was the commissioner of the XFL? Not happening. No way. (laughs) I just don't think it's a set in stone in any way what Randy Ambrosi's role role in all this will be uh, once this is finalized. Really? That's that's like an underrated thing to think about what happens with all this. Like, What does Randy Ambrosi end up doing? If the league... Maybe he cashes a check and says, all right, see you guys. I don't know. I've seen. I've been a part of a lot of corporations in my life. I've seen this happen where where companies get bought, CEOs get paid, and then they leave because they don't need you no more. Maybe that's something that happens too. Who knows? There's so many questions that could happen with Randy Ambrosi. I know one for of sure. Which, I I know for sure one thing. Oliver Luck won't be involved. I, I'm still confident I'm, that's not happening, I, even though he's still out I, there. I I would bet 
he won't. It would be nice to um, have him involved, but here we are in 2021 uh, with no kickoff date. Uh, I think there's other things to worry about right now than what's going to happen with Randy Ambrosi, whether or not Oliver Lex can come in. But I do see a point of contention again, and I'll bring that up when it comes to how this is going to be structured because you're talking about, you know, two sides when I talk about the CFL and the XFL fan bases that might not get along very well <laughs> at the start of this because, Could make hey, we're playing interesting we're, we're not gonna, i'll tell you what we're not going to be doing and i'm almost certain of this how you're certain oliver lux not gonna be a part of this i am almost certain that we're not going to be playing cfl football and we're not going to be playing xfl football when this thing comes together it's going to be something that's, in terms of the rule book you mean yeah the rule book and yeah. so the fan base is how you because fans like you don't care how that structure is you want to see how the football is on the field right yeah. that's what you care about you don't I, care who's the boss I don't. I don't care who's the commissioner. You really don't. No. All you want is the football on the field. And if all of a sudden your XFL football goes away and we're only playing three down football, how happy are you truly going to be? Yeah, I won't, don't answer that because I don't want you. Canadians can hate one person on the show. I don't need them to hate both of us. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about it. Maybe I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll sit on it for a week and think about it. Come up with my answer. Yeah, it's let them a more let, political answer. The, it's okay. The show comes out on a Friday. It's the weekend. People forget about it. And then we just go on to the next week. It's all good. It's what happens. It's the beauty. Uh, <laughs> but, Alan, I think uh, Time I out think real quick. A- Oliver Luck, I know you probably don't want it, but hashtag we want you back as our commissioner. That's, uh, yes. that's what we want to say. I think hashtag a lot of people want their jobs back. And we are one of them. And we say that here. Uh, every single week so make sure you subscribe and tell your friends about us uh, make sure you give us that five-star review on your favorite podcast app that's google uh, apple wherever you get your podcasts uh, make sure you tell your friends about us also if you got a question comment or concern text or call the xfl fan line 724-565-4xfl remember standard text messaging and international rates do apply also up. follow us on social media at xfl show twitter instagram uh, alan's favorite facebook wherever uh, Twitter is my personal favorite. And then subscribe below if you want to say hi to us on YouTube. Hello. Uh, that's youtube.com slash this is the XFL show. The official YouTube page of this is the XFL show. And don't forget about our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcasts. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Yeah, they do. This was easy to do today. Talking XFL, TSL, CFL. Oliver Luck had a good time. Got an XFL fan line call that was pretty damn decent. I'd say I one of the those. higher, get some more of those. higher yeah. quality question, too. Looking forward to more of those. Um, in the meantime and in between time, watch TSL. Brian said, what, Saturday and Monday they have games coming yes. up? On the FS1, FS2 Fox networks. So watch those we'll be discussing some of the actions yes we have sorry here i'll say it here it's the alphas versus the conquerors on fox that doesn't that the thing about the tsl you could make up names no one knows that's the thing (laughs) you have the aviators and the linemen so what do you say also by the way these aren't offensive linemen these are pole worker linemen by the way oh it's not like just big fat guys on the no it's it's a hard hat Oh, okay. I mean, the logo looks like a roughneck, basically. No it's one knows what those logo. teams... Yeah, how are they not getting 
taken to court. Because it's um, in yellow. Conquerors means that Jerry Glanville's going to be on the broadcast, right? He's the coach of that team. Jousters means you're getting Gilbride and Perez. And I believe Mummy's team is the lineman. Yeah, lineman. I got that right. Oh, and one. Uh, and I think, who, who else? There's another coach in there from the XFL. Where is he? Um, who? A head coach? No. I don't know if it's a head coach, but it's no. somebody. It's Mummy, Glanville, Gilbride. Actually, those are the three. Never mind. We're good. Yeah, and Glanville beat Mummy. Yeah. In, in their one-on-one showdown last weekend. And I think we're not going to get... Oh, yeah, because they're in different conferences. It doesn't matter. We're not going to get that. Anyway, watch, watch, the, watch the Spring League. It's they a lot have of conferences? See, I don't even know that. Just watch it because the players are in there, and it's exciting uh, to see football in the spring, which is what yeah, we all CF want. Conference. Ideally, one championship game. Gearing up for the CFL, but that won't be till August, hopefully. Um, hopefully. Fingers crossed for all of our Canadian listeners and viewers. We want it to happen. Most anticipated CFL season in XFL history. Um, anything else, Bryant, that we, we left it all out there on the field. That's what it's all about. We we left it all out on the field. No regrets. Uh, I think we'll Never. be back here next week with hopefully some sort of XFL, CFL news. We're always holding on to, to hope there. Uh, but just may, remember to enjoy the ride is what I'll yes. tell our great fans out there because that's what we did for so long, and it made 2020 worth it. And so if you enjoy this ride now, whether you're a CFL or an XFL fan, 2022 or 2023, will be worth it one more for the road since we talked about him so much this week good crisp football shout out commish please come back (laughs) r.i.p for bryant i'm alan this is the xfl show catch you next week remember they're listening